0: Now listen, now listen, the Lord, the Lord told me before I came out, he said, today you are in the office as a prophet. (laughs) Listen, listen, one day, one day, a great man of God, Jonathan Hagan, was sharing a story about how he and his friend had been in a certain meeting of a very great man of God. And when he got to the meeting, Some years later, he saw his friend. And he asked his friend, were we not in the same meeting? Because after he attended the meeting, his life had moved way ahead and his friend was still at the same place. But they were all in the same meeting with that great man of God. Then the man of God came again and said, he realized that day that it is not how many people were present, but how many people received. You can be seated here and be distracted. You can be seated here and not receive. But listen, the Lord said to me, You are your office is a prophet. Now, I'm not going to be doing a lot of teachings. I have come to announce what God is doing. Listen, listen, listen. For those who, are, who were with us from the beginning, and from, you, you could hear that people were sharing the testimonies. I don't share sticker. I don't share oil. What God gave me is the spoken word. Listen, listen. And that is what Jesus did. He spoke. Even to the deaf ear. I mean, the ear did not even have faith because it could not even hear. So the ear was not even programmed to respond to Jesus. The word of God is living and active. It is so living that it can cause the thing that is dead to him. Listen. Jesus spoke to the dead. Where was the faith? Listen. Today, anything that has been dead in your life is coming back to life. Listen, for programs, we're going for meetings, sitting in places, people have been praying for you, you know. So, you have seen this Christian thing as on Sunday, we go to fulfill a. It's evidence when you walk with God. He said, faith. He said, <coughs> now faith, why, in Genesis chapter 1, why did God mention be light first before he created any other thing? Because it's a kingdom principle. When light is absent, listen, when light is absent, any other thing you say, now I want you to pay, pay attention to what I'm saying. When light is absent, any other thing you say, will appear but you will not see it now we are dealing with spiritual mysteries here ah god spoke to joshua he said see i have made you see i have given you jericho now it's amazing is it of god to say okay joshua I've given you Jericho. He didn't say that. He said, see, I've given you Jericho. Why? He's telling Joshua, the victory has already been there. You've not seen it. So, when light appears, what happens is that you realize all the things that were already yours that were not present. So that is why hearing is important. So as you are hearing the word of God, you become aware of certain things. Remember what I said doing three nights of faith and power. When light comes, faith is there. Not when light comes, faith will come. No? You know, you you, you have to recalibrate your your believing. That's one of the reasons why people don't receive from God. Because they think God is trying to give me something. No. God is not trying to give you something. Hey, 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 hey. God is not trying to give you something. I said, when light comes, faith is there. So it's not like when light comes, faith comes. No? It's like, for example, um, I'm praying to God for for this pulpit. Alright. So I stand by the pulpit and I'm wondering, Lord, give me a pulpit. But I've been with the pulpit. Then I'll be praying. God give me a pulpit. God give me a pulpit. Then God will now speak to me and say, I have given you a pulpit. Now, when he says that, what happens is light comes. Because understanding comes. So when understanding comes, remember what he said, the entrance of thy word, give it light. So once the light comes, understanding comes. So now I am enlightened. Once I'm enlightened, the next thing God has to do is to tell me to see it. You will leave here a witness of the message of Christ. Isaiah 51. Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord, Look unto the rock whence ye are healed, and to the hole of the pit whence ye are (laughs) digged. I love this. He says, Look unto the rock from where you are healed, and from the hole. That means, um, place your focus from where you are coming from. Now, when we say where you are coming from, he's not talking about physical where you are coming from, family, all right. Look unto the rock from whence you were healed. Then verse 2 he says, Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah, that bare you. Oh Lord. For I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. Verse 2, Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah, that bear you, for I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. I'm sharing with you today on the blessing of the Lord. The first thing he said here is, for I called him. Now let's look at what is a calling. First of all, a calling... Is a separation from the world. <laughs> oh, I want to talk to you today. If you are part of the people who insult Christians, you are called, you are not called. If you are part of the people who laugh at our speaking in tongues, I don't I don't blame you. Because it takes a calling to know this. He says, "For I called him alone." For I called him alone. Think about how stupid Abraham would look when he left his father's house. Because they asked him, where are you going? He said, I don't know. God spoke to Abraham. He said, get out of your father's house. Get out of your kindred. Onto a land I will show you Then Abraham, Bible says, he just packed his wife, packed his servants, they walk out of their house. Imagine someone comes and says, Abraham, where are you going? He said, God said said I should go. Go where? He said I should go. Go where? He said, I should go. <laughs> I, I'm going. Like some of you, on Sunday, you pick your things. I'm going to church. Instead of you to sit at home, the people will be telling you, instead of you to sit at home and do something productive, ask them, what productive thing are they doing that Sunday? Ask them, what productive thing are they doing that Sunday? Someone said, I'm washing. It's very productive. He said, For I called him. There's something about people who walk with God. There's something called a calling. <laughs> it's a calling. Well, uh, what, what's a calling? What's a calling? I, I, I'm sitting among everybody and I hear a voice says, Pastor Inok, come. It's a calling. It's a calling. Then I stand up. Then everybody's looking at me. Chances are nobody heard what I heard. Nobody heard what I heard. So the voice comes and says, I'm calling you out. Alright, then I start going. Everyone looks at me as a stupid person. That's how Abraham looked. That's how Noah looked. Let me tell you something about a calling. A calling is God's demonstration of love. A calling is always God's demonstration of love. Because God calls the people he loves. That is what we call Grace. It is God's demonstration of love. He looks at everybody then. Now, you know, I want to say this. You know some people say things like, um, God is angry at the church. God is angry at the church. That is why God is not moving again. People are sinning, so God is not moving again. God is angry at the church. God says that, if this generation does not serve him, you'll move to another generation. It's not true. It's not true. Let me tell you this. If someone tells you that it's because people are sinning that God's not moving again, that's very stupid. You know why? Because because of the sinners Jesus came. So now God is now withdrawing from sinners that He came to save. Where is the sense? Make it make sense. When the Holy Ghost sees sinners, he is happy. He goes around. Because Jesus died for them. And he's just waiting for one person to say, I'm turning to him. He will speedily move there. It's, it's even as though when people who are sinners all right, turn to God. When they are turning to God, it's as though God is quicker in answering them than even believers. Because anywhere you see sugar, that's where the answer to go. Yes, sir. When God sees people gathered, and you see sinners among them, you see the Holy Ghost displaying with miracles. Why? Because he has to show something small. I tell you today, the Holy Ghost will show something small. Let me tell you something. One of the things that will happen, So you are waiting for me to wear a headgear to, to tell that I'm a prophet. Leader. If you were seen as small in your family this year, no decision will be taken in your family without you. Prophecy number one, write it down. Oh, I also laughed at Christians before. I love that they're speaking in tongues. I mocked them. I thought they were wasting their time. How can you say? Blah, 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 blah. What kind of thing is that? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I like what, what one young lady wrote on Twitter. One guy said, told her, he said, I really, I'm really surprised at Christians who speak in tongues. He said, I'm really surprised at Christians who speak in tongues. Then the lady said, Wow, I speak in tongues and it feels so good. Then the guy replied, Find your power and you are speaking in tongues. He said, find your power and you are doing this madness. Then the lady responded, For madness, who came me. Hey, so who came It's a calling, my brothers and sisters. It's a calling. <laughs> if I sit down and I get a phone call, and you don't have that phone call, you think I'm crazy. You think I'm crazy. Look, I, I have a Bluetooth in my ear, and you see me walking. Say, hey, so the contract of this, and as I'm talking, as I'm talking, you see the The guy is, the guy is, the, guy is the guy is mad. The guy is mad. The call was not on your phone. I said, that call was not on your phone. He said, Look unto Abraham. He said, For I called him. I called him. I called him. Then he said something. He said, I called him. Lord. No calling is twin. Uh, look, my mom is sitting here. She'll tell you. When I gave my life to Christ, I was like a madman. I'm like a madman, I'm going to church in the morning, going there, going there. Nobody understood what's going on with me. Oh, or... I sleep there. Yes, I'll sleep in church. I will pray. Nobody understood. Ah, now, by they said five minutes, ten minutes. I'm speaking in talk two hours. It's a calling. Nobody understands my grace. It was a calling my phone was ringing when God is about to do something in somebody's life that madness will show up I said that madness will show up (laughs) they don't laugh at you you collect your salary you take 10% to church tithing is wrong pastors are chopping your money. Pastors, are taking your money. How can you give 10% of your salary? Wow. It's a calling. On Sunday, when I hold my tight up there, I know it's a calling. I know it's a calling. Because after I gave it the first time, and I gave it again, and I gave it again, I realized that, ah, It's a calling home. Not everybody, let me tell you something, not everybody sits in church and God tells them to give. Because there are some people, God cannot even talk to them to give. They will not listen. Me, God knows I'm always accessible. He knows that even if I don't have, I will get it for you. How is that possible? He knows. And let me tell you something about people who give god doesn't go to another person he doesn't share it let's say this one gave monday then god will go to this one give tuesday no when god sees this one giving he will come again he will come there again i said he will come there again he will not say it he will come again i remember uh, how i used to give i said my mom is sitting here again i will give her what, what is result?" they asked me are you a farmer because every day i saw seed sowing Seed sowing. They asked me, "Are you a farmer?" Sit sowing. Sit sowing, because nobody knows what was happening to me when I was sitting in church and the pastor was preaching and I was sitting down. And while I was sitting down, I would hear a voice. Go and give all you have. I'll look left, look right. It cannot be God. It cannot be God. And I'll sit down again. It cannot be God. Then he speak to me again. I say, "No, no, 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 no. It's not God." And I'll hear the voice again. Say, it's not God. And I'll, be, I'll begin to cast out God. I'll be casting out God with the power of God. Every voice that I'm hearing now out. But God will come close to me again and say, Give it. Give it. It's a calling. It happened to Abraham. He said, Look unto Abraham. He said, For I called him alone. He said I called him alone. I called him out of his father's house. He gave he told him in Genesis chapter 12. He said, "Go out of your father's house, out of your kindred, unto a land that I will show thee." Now the Lord has said unto Abraham Genesis chapter 12 verse 1, "Get thee out of thy, com- of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee." And he said, unto the land th- this land. He says, "Unto a land I will show thee." That means go out by the time you are going, I'll show you where to go. I called him. I called him. See if I called him. Then, the next thing is, he said, I called him alone. Then he said, and I blessed him. I blessed him. I blessed him. Now, when we say blessing, okay, when we say blessing, A lot of Christians are not aware of the gravity of that word. Let me tell you one of the reasons why it is so. It is because the word blessing in today's language is no longer a word of weight because it's not in our everyday language. Let me explain. When we say blessing, the word blessing is no longer a word of weight. Like for example, if someone comes and says, I will tax you. Know that's a word we always use, so you understand what it means to say, I will tax you. When someone says, I have blessed you, what's the meaning of blessing? Now, some Christians make the mistake of thinking, Blessing is money, blessing is a car. When it says, Oh, someone blessed me with a car, someone blessed me with money, that is the lowest level of the, the working of the blessing. It's the lowest level, in fact, it is. I can't even quantify it as part of a blessing. It is rather the result of the blessing. The blessing is a totally different thing. That if the Christians begin to understand what God says concerning the blessing, they will know what to expect from God. They will know what to expect from life. And they will know how to maneuver. Listen. One day, a young man came to me. And told me um, a conversation he had with a late ex president, the one who just died. He said he had a conversation with him, and the late ex president told him something. He said the late ex president said, "We are not seeing many young people rising." He said we are not seeing many young people, uh, um, young people rising. All we see is the old people there who have the money. They are still the ones with the money. Everybody says there. We are not seeing a young person who has just come out of obscurity and has made it. You know? So, it looks as though there's no hope for the young people. It looks as though the young people are, are, are resorting to ways that do not please God in order to try and make it. In the fray of these things, you have Christians who are even part of you know what is going on the you know you can see a lot of christians suffering unemployed finding way to make ends meet and a lot of the young people you know when, once they complete school they don't know what to do about school you now many people have to not resort to cheating have to resort to frauding doing many things so that they can have money A lot of the ladies have to resort to different things so that they can have money. But, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you something. If this Bible is true, listen, if this Bible is true, then the Christians are supposed to be exempted from these things. That is what we see in our Bible. The Christians are supposed to be exempted from this thing. He said, look unto Abraham for I called him alone and blessed him. What's the meaning of and blessed him? What's the meaning of and blessed him? Like for example, when I come here today and I look at people and and someone can say to a Christian, God bless you. God bless you. It has become a religious cliche. I say, Oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. It means nothing. When someone says I'm blessed, it means nothing. It's just another Christian jargon. The blessing means more than that. And if the Christian understands the power of the blessing, if the Christian understands the power of the blessing, the blessing of the Lord, what does it mean for God to bless? I told you before, God does not give things. God blesses people. God blesses things. And what happens when there's a blessing? The blessing, listen, the blessing is a supernatural empowerment to succeed. Write it down. The blessing is a supernatural empowerment to succeed. I called him alone. And blessed him. And blessed him. And blessed him. god created adam the bible says that he said unto them he blessed them and said be fruitful and multiply be fruitful and multiply he didn't have to do any other thing he blessed them he said unto them be fruitful and multiply when the world was destroyed in the days of noah when the people came noah and his sons For the people to multiply, God did not have to do anything again. He said unto them again, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. What is the life of a Christian supposed to be like? What is the life of a child of God supposed to be like? Because the child of God is supposed to be functioning in this blessing. Remember what he said. He said, look unto Abraham. Look unto the rock from which you were hewn. He said, look unto Abraham. That means when we are comparing ourselves, we are not comparing ourselves with the world. We are comparing ourselves with Abraham. He said, look unto Abraham. He said, for I called him alone. Then I blessed him. 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 him. You know, Today is another family edition. Families are walking out of this place with the evidence of the blessing. (laughs) With the evidence of the blessing, a supernatural empowerment. When God speaks and says, be blessed, I'll be fruitful. Multiply. What happens is, immediately, the body of that man begins to respond to the blessing. Blessing! A supernatural empowerment to succeed. So the children of Israel, because of the blessing God proclaimed upon them. You see, anything they did, it was prospering. They go to war, they win. They get into this business, they win. They get into that and they prospers. That's the blessing. That's a blessing. But you see, many Christians sitting where the people sit. You know what the meaning of that is? They sit where the people sit. Where every other person is functioning. You can't tell the difference. You can't tell the difference. Unbelievers are suffering. Christians are suffering. You can't tell the difference. The unbeliever does not understand his his book. The Christian too does not understand his book. Where is the blessing? The unbeliever's business is not flourishing. The Christian's business is not flourishing where is the blessing God said he blessed Abraham he blessed him I tell you some things about the blessing the blessing in itself can prevail write that down The blessing prevails over circumstances. Will challenges come? Yes! Will the challenges come? Yes! But when you are conscious of the blessing, the blessing begins to prevail. The blessing begins to prevail. It prevails over circumstances. Remember what he said to Joseph. Now, I I, I, I find this... Very interesting. I find this very interesting. What is it that these Old Testament folks knew that Christians of today don't know? You know why I'm saying that? Jacob and Esau were fighting not over their father's property. Their fight was over the blessing. I mean, what what is it about the blessing? Why? Esau swore. Esau swore that I will kill Jacob when I see him. Because Jacob had taken his blessing. Isaac was a rich man. Remember? In the book of Genesis, chapter 26, verse 13, the Bible says that he grew, he was strong until he became very great. Other versions say he became very rich. NIV says he became very rich. So Isaac was a rich man. Isaac had cattle. Isaac had things. He had money. But when it was time for him to depart, his children came to him. His children came to him. And Esau came. When Esau came, they told him that Jacob has already come for the blessing. Ah. In today's world, what we would have done is, okay, father, give me the rest of your property and let me go. He just said, no, 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 no. Don't you have any small blessing left? What did they know? What did they know about the blessing? That means these people knew about the blessing. It shows that Abraham had taught Isaac ab- about the blessing. Isaac had taught his children about the blessing because they would not be so expectant to receive something if they didn't understand it. That means Isaac would take his children down. And teach them that there's something called a blessing. The blessing is more important than the things I have. Because that blessing will produce everything I have and more. So he taught them. He taught them. So the day Jacob had the opportunity to talk with Esau, the Bible says that Esau said, Ah, what's my age? What do I need birthright for? Eh, just give me the food. Jacob knew. I'll tell you something. Esau did not expect that transfer to be done. Esau did not expect it. He thought he was playing a fast one on Jacob. He didn't know. How do I know that he didn't know that it has been transferred? Because on the day of the blessing, he came for his thing. Because if truly there was a transfer, on the day of the blessing, he shouldn't have gone. and said, oh, I've already given it to Jacob. Are you right? Are you here with me? He should have said, I've already given it to Jacob. But no, on the day he still came for it. Meaning, the day the transaction was done, when he told Jacob that, okay, just give me the food, I'll give you my birthright. He was not serious about it. But angels take notes. Angels took notes. God took note of that transfer. So Jacob took the blessing. Esau came and said, Father, don't you have any other small blessing left for me? He said, no, I have blessed him, and yea, he shall be blessed. When God touches a man's life with the blessing, something happens. People begin to envy him. But when people begin to envy him, that same blessing has a power in it to prevail over the envy of people. Do you know how many people have sat together and said things about somebody like me? Say, oh, what he's doing will stop soon. It will stop soon. He's too young for what he's doing. Or pray Dodo. then some of them go out of their way to try and present blockades. But there's something about the blessing. When the blessing comes into your life, that blessing in itself can prevail. It can prevail by itself. It can prevail over circumstances. It can prevail over recession. It can prevail over lockdown. It can prevail. You could hear people sharing testimonies. They said during lockdown, they were rather building houses. During lockdown, they were rather moving to their own houses. During lockdown, they were seeing it is the power of the blessing. The blessing does not understand the weather. I said the blessing does not understand the weather. The blessing does not know Ghana is hard. Am I talking to somebody here? The blessing does not know Ghana is hard. The blessing does not know there's no space for young people in the economy. The blessing does not understand it. The blessing always finds a way. The blessing always finds a way. Remember, after Jacob was blessed, he went into Laban's house. Bible says, Laban cheated him ten times. And the more Laban cheated him, the more Isaac, uh, Jacob became prosperous. The more they cheated him, the more he became prosperous. The same with Isaac, as he dug a well. Anytime he dug a well, and the Philistines would come and envy him. The Philistines would come and close it. When he digs a well, the Philistines would come and close it. The more they did it, the more he was prospering. Bible says, he even became greater and greater. He became greater and greater. Because that's how the blessing functions. When you're a child of God, you have have to understand and start becoming conscious of the blessing. Because the blessing always finds a way. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. You're probably looking for a child. The blessing of the Lord can come over your womb. Number two, the blessing restores time. The blessing can restore 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 time. time. The blessing can restore time. The blessing can restore time. There are families listening to me today. You have been through 10 years of struggle in the family. Something can happen in one year that will erase all the trouble of 10 years. The blessing Can restore time. Leviticus chapter twenty five. Verse twenty. And if you shall say, What shall we eat the seventh year? (laughs) Uh, I wish I could give you the 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 history behind this verse god told them in every seventh year they should not plant anything they should just leave the land to lie fallow. but he also told them that in another year seven years of seven, of seven so that making 49 years on the 50th year they should not plant anything and the people are asking a question he said and if ye shall say, what shall we eat the seventh year because we are not sowing anything They are not doing anything because God told them, don't do anything, don't sow anything, don't make anything happen in that year. Leave it to me. Then the people asked him. So if God is telling them, he said, if you ask, what shall we eat the seventh year? He said, behold, we shall sow not, we shall not sow, nor gather in our increase. Then 21, God said something. He said, then I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for three years. God said, don't worry about what you eat on the seventh year. He said, in the sixth year, I will cause something to happen. That means the blessing can manipulate time. The blessing can make you live three years in one year. The blessing can make you live ten years in one year. You will have what you're supposed to have in ten years. You can have it in one year. I, l- listen, listen, listen. Are you receiving it? The blessing can make happen in 2021. All that they don't happen from to, to the year 2000. It doesn't matter how many lockdowns. You're probably sitting here and you've been sacked from your office. And you've been going through a lot. You've been crying. It's because you, you, you've not thought about the blessing. And you know one of the things the Lord is doing over here. He's not bringing a blessing He's only activating the blessing. Activating the blessing. Because there's a blessing. There's a blessing. He said, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh it rich and added no sorrow to it. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh it rich and added no sorrow to it. Listen, believe in the Lord. He said you shall be established. Believe his prophet and you shall prosper. One of the things that God gives prophets to do is to move people into their seasons prophets can move people into their seasons the spirit of God sent me this super Sunday to usher you into a season to usher you into a new season of the blessing you are being ushered into a new season of the blessing and let me tell you what will start happening in the church what will start happening is all of a sudden from nowhere, influential people will be coming out. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the young people will start becoming rich. They will start having money. They will start having money because it's the blessing of the Lord. And let me tell you something it's the calling. Remember, first he said, For I called him alone. It's a calling. They will not have to do anything to make that happen. God himself will begin to cost them. God will cost them. God will cost them. It, it, it will just start happening. Opportunities will just start opening. Opportunities will start opening. Doors will start opening. Doors will start closing. Doors will start opening. Doors will start closing. Doors will start opening. Doors will start closing. Then they'll begin to walk into what God said. They'll begin to walk into what God said. What is happening this Super Sunday? Listen to me. There's a blessing released by God that will last you for the next 10 years. Let me tell you something about the blessing. The blessing... I remember I said it can prevail over circumstances. There's one of my daughters here. She she opened a shop, all right. She opened a shop, and when she opened the shop, every time there were people sitting outside. Because I'll see I'll see her her story. I see it. people are outside. So many people outside. When her rent was due, the landlord listen. When the rent was due, the landlord refused to renew the, 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 the tenancy agreement. Because of that, she now got a bigger place. That's what the blessing does. The blessing can make them sack you from your job. The blessing can make them sack you from your job. The blessing can make your landlord sack you because a three-bedroom flat is coming. I just prophesied to somebody. I just prophesied to somebody. I just prophesied to somebody. You will leave a single room into a three-bedroom. I said you will leave a single room into a three-bedroom. We are not crazy when we shout amen. We are not crazy. We are not crazy. We are not crazy. We are not crazy. It looks as though nothing is happening as we are seated here. The city is responding to what is going on here. I said the city is responding to what is going on here. As you shout an amen. The city is responding to you. Companies are responding to you. Industries are responding to you. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you, th- you think you know your business, you think you know your job so much, you think I'm an expert in it, I've been in it for how many years? Oh, it's because you don't know about the blessing. Oh. Look at Adam. When Adam sinned, God cursed the woman, God cares the serpent, God cursed the woman, God cursed the serpent. Then, when God came to Adam, he could not curse Adam. Why? Because he had already blessed Adam. So God cursed the ground for Adam's sake. This was the curse. He said, you will suffer. He said you will suffer before you eat. You will suffer to make things happen. That is the curse. Let me tell you something. Christians, have now be, they, they now live normally with a curse. They, they have settled with the curse. It's like, they know, ah, life there. We have to suffer. We have to suffer. We have to suffer. Anytime you find yourself suffering as a Christian, call yourself for a meeting. Call yourself for a meeting and sit down and say, hey, 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 hey. This, this, is, not, this is not our life. This is not... You, talk, you call yourself for a meeting and say, no, this is not our life. I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed woman. I don't function by this curse. I don't function by this curse. The power of the blessing is you put in one, you get thousand. The power of the curse is you put in one, you get one. So the people of the world can, can function like, like that. They can function like that. They put in one, they get one. They put in one, they get one, they're happy. They put in one, they get one, they're happy. They put in one, they get one, they're they are happy. They put in one, they get one, they're happy. Say, ah, that's life oh, life here. Yeah, you put in, you get one. You, one. you put one, you put one. No, but when you're a blessed person, when you put in one, you get one, you call yourself for beating. When you're a blessed man, you put in one, you are expecting thousand. You put in one, you expect thousand. You put in one, you expect thousand. You put one, you you put in one, you expect thousand. You put in one. Now, some people think when we preach these kind of messages, it makes Christian lazy. Any Christian who becomes lazy because of the blessing does not understand the blessing because it's like investment. If I put in one and I get thousand. I think that means I should put in 10. So I will work harder because I'm blessed. Because I understand that if I put in, I get. Am I talking to somebody here? The blessing is working in my life. Now I thought you said it for yourself. The blessing is working in my life. 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 The blessings working in my life. The blessing of the Lord, it make it rich. It make it rich. It make it maketh rich. He said, and added no sorrow. Listen. All the youth churches all over the world in Christ and Mercy, all of them, all over the world. Last year, during the IPPC, we were the number one giving church. Young people, they were just young people giving, because I made them understand something from the beginning when they came in. Nothing. I, I remember uh, during the talk show, Eric was sharing a testimony. He said he used to give five city tights. He said then he was sitting. I was so happy. You know, sometimes bragging is important. Paul said, I boast in the Lord. He sat down in the talk show. I was watching them. He said, now listen. I give five figure tights. You know five figures. One, two, three, four, five. So, five thousand. Zero, 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 And you don't have to become an old man before it happens for you. Because there's something about the blessing. The blessing does not ask for your age. You've struggled too long. You've suffered too long. The Spirit of God today has brought you here to establish His Word in your life so that you see the working blessing, the power of the working word. The power of the working word. Remember what He said? He said, I will command my blessing in the sixth year. Oh God. I will command my blessing in the sixth year I will command my blessing in the sixth year. I will command my blessing in the sixth year. He said, and it will produce food for three years. In the sixth year. For three years.